Hey, South Africa. Welcome to Farmers Inside Track Weekend, Mzanzi's most downloaded farmers podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu, the manager for audience and engagement at Food for Mzanzi. In this edition, we chat to Richard Hay, farmer and plant scientist, who completed his master's in agronomy at the University of Pretoria. He joins us to talk about Mzanzi's rural landscape. Richard, in agriculture, we often hear the terms urban farming, peri-urban farming and rural farming in Mzanzi. Could you start by explaining the difference between these farming areas and some of their farming methods? Urban farming refers to any agricultural production that occurs within an urban area, such as a city, suburb or kasi. These are built-up areas with little open land and so agricultural production in these settings occurs between, inside or on the top of buildings. Because of the high cost of urban land, commercial production systems in these areas are usually quite intensive, high yielding and focused on higher value commodities. And a typical example of this would be something like an indoor or rooftop hydroponic or aquaponic system. Urban livestock production is not as common in South Africa as it is in other parts of the world, but still does occur and generally uses smaller livestock species such as chickens, quail and rabbits. Not all urban agriculture is commercial and there are many examples of successful community and school gardens such as the Mojahabedi Urban Food Garden in Hatfield, and these typically produce fresh produce just for the surrounding community. Peri-urban farming refers to any agricultural production that occurs within the area known as the rural urban fringe, and this is basically the area that surrounds an urban space. These areas are not as densely populated as urban areas, so there's more open land for agricultural production. However, there's still a lot more competition for land between agriculture and other industries here as compared to rural areas. Because of this, agricultural production systems we find here are still usually more intensive than those in the rural areas, but farm size is usually a lot smaller. Much like urban farming, peri-urban farming has fairly easy access to the urban market, so we see a lot of fresh produce production in either open field cultivation or under tunnels and intensive meat production systems such as feedlots. Rural farming refers to any agricultural production that occurs in our rural areas away from urban development. Uh, commercial operations in these areas are usually very large and industrial producers such as grain, sugarcane, deciduous and tropical fruits and extensive livestock operations. But there are also a number of small-scale rural farmers, uh, mostly on communal land, who generally produce similar commodities such as grains and livestock. Now, what are the current realities rural farmers face in Mzanzi? What are their challenges? Are they thriving or struggling? Speaking from my experience with rural smallholder farmers, I think the biggest challenge is insufficient state support and access to markets. Generally, where these smallholder farmers have managed to secure contracts with grocery stores and feeding schemes and other markets, they're doing all right. But I think a lot more could be done to support these farmers. Now, in SA, there are approximately 2 million small-scale or household farmers, many who operate in rural farming areas. What support are they getting from the industry? Are there gaps and resources needed? Personally, I think the state has failed to adequately support rural smallholder farmers. If we look at the history of the agricultural sector in South Africa, it was direct state intervention that enabled the development of the capitalist commercial agricultural system that we see today, albeit along exclusionary racial lines. Although I disagree with this capitalist model that emerged, I think there are many lessons that can be learned from the type of state support that was offered in the first half of the 20th century. And I think we need to radically increase smallholder farmers' access to scientifically sound training programs and extension support, lines of credit, inputs such as high-quality seeds, and infrastructure such as efficient irrigation systems. 
I also think farmers need to be brought into the planning process to ensure that the type of the support that they receive is relevant rather than having inadequate inputs dumped on them as we currently see quite often. I also firmly believe that the private sector and in particular the large retailers should be doing significantly more to incorporate smallholder farmers into their supply chains and give them access to a wider market. And then finally, what does the future look like for rural farmers in the country? especially with the uptake from young South Africans seeing the agri-industry as a viable option to build their careers. I'm an optimistic realist, so I think the future is bright for young farmers in South Africa. Um, I think social media is playing a central role in the dissemination of knowledge between young farmers, and I'm glad that so many are so eager to learn more. As an agricultural scientist, I think we need to do more to ensure that the agricultural research being done is made accessible to small-scale farmers and to enable them to improve their production systems. One of the things I am concerned about is the type of agricultural system that many young South African farmers aspire to be a part of. All too often on social media, I see young farmers talking about going commercial and building their own empire. But this ultimately just emulates the same exclusionary capitalist system that we have built up up until now, which benefits only a few at the expense of the many. Instead, I would encourage more young farmers to aspire to be successful in not only providing for themselves, but also their communities and uplifting their communities in the process. I would also encourage young farmers to explore different avenues from the more mainstream and traditional agricultural commodities. There are hundreds of edible and medicinal plants out there, many of which already have high value markets, and diversifying your farm will buffer you from various market shocks. On top of this, I think there's also so much more scope for on-farm value addition, especially from consumers who are looking for a more personal experience with their food, And I really would encourage young farmers to get creative and explore these different avenues. Thanks for joining us, Richard Hay, farmer and plant scientist. Now that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Remember, if you loved this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. From me, Dor Numdu and our producer, Megan van der Vendt, and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team, have a great weekend. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.